Welcome to the Hoops Culture Podcast, where we talk about all things basketball. We're back. Um, it's been a week, exactly. Had some things to do. I was busy with the school and stuff. You know how it is. Um, but we had one of the best basketball, probably opening days, opening days for teams ever. Ever. I've never... I've never seen something better than that in my life. That was amazing. Um, honestly, just having the NBA back is the best, especially with all the fans in there. You know, everyone's having a good time and all of that. And just seeing just seeing everybody have fun is great. Um, of course, my team had the win, New York Knicks. But we're going to try our best to not be biased today because I'm still happy about that win. One of my favorite games I've ever watched in my life. But yeah, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. Let's talk about the main one, something we've talked about a million times on this podcast. But more news into the Ben Simmons situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, it really isn't looking too good. I mean, I heard they had a meeting today that kind of made things a little better, but not really. I mean, so quick recap, Ben Simmons goes back to practice um, in the video when he was in practice. He looked uh, disengaged. He didn't wa- he, he looked like he just didn't want to be there. Let's just put it plain and simple. He didn't want to be there. Uh, it's actually funny. There is a meme. I saw with uh, Ben Simmons, and he actually had his phone in his pocket while while practicing. Phone in the pocket. He was really waiting for that trade call to be on there. His agent to call him, and say, "Yeah, you just got traded, bro." Man, he uh, he is. It's a really interesting situation. Um. Obviously, everyone's against Ben. I am kind of against Ben, too, because I think he should be playing, but whatever. But, uh, yeah, he goes uh, into the next practice, and he doesn't want to participate in a workout. So, Doc says, get out. Just leave. There's no point of you being here, which he simply agrees with and just leaves. I mean... Um, then they had the little, uh, practice interviews with all the guys there. Um, interviewers asked Joel Embiid, do you think, well, what's your thoughts on Ben Simmons? He said, honestly, I do not care about that man right now. He does whatever he wants. I'm not here to babysit this and that, da, 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 Okay. So, uh, then, you know, Doc says his usual stuff. Um, of course, you know. It's kind of, Joel really doesn't deserve this. He needs to win a championship. He's been in the league for a little while. And, you know, we, we, we obviously all want Joel to do something great in the league. Joel's a good person. A uh, great ball player to watch. And, yeah. Uh, on the Ben Simmons side of things, um, he says, I quote, I am not mentally ready to play ball this year. I mean, we all understand that. I mean, mental issues are a real, real serious thing. But you can't keep these guys in the dark, man. You gotta, you gotta tell them. Do you? If you want to play this year, you have to tell them. I want to play this year, but just give me time. 
you can't just say, oh, I have the, my, my head's not right, this and that, and not give them a straightforward answer, you know? Because then they're like, okay, what the, what do we do? What do we do? Um, but yeah, they played their game. Um, 76ers played on Wednesday against the Pelicans. And bro, they, they look great. They look great. Um, someone who slid in as the point guard, who I think will be the point guard of the future, Tyrese Maxey. He played incredible. Incredible. I, I, I'm I a big fan of Tyrese Maxey. Uh, he had 20 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. I mean, that's what you want from a second-year point guard. He looked great. Plus 23 from blocks, uh, box plus minus. Oh, didn't miss a free throw. His 3, he went 2 for 3 from 3. You know, Embiid did his usual. Uh, scored 20 points, but his rebounds were a little down. Tobias Harris went nuts 20 and 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they look, uh, they, they look incredible. I'm, I'm really excited for, um, Philly. You know, Seth Curry did his thing. Uh, Georges Niang. Drummond. His rebounds were insane. 17 rebounds. I mean, he's looking. He, he looked pretty good. I mean, he doesn't really have to score the ball. He could get the and Corkmaz. Corkmaz twenty two points. Yeah, they look good without without Ben Simmons. I think personally, if Ben Simmons doesn't come back at all this season, you trade him. You're in good hands with Tyrese Maxey as your point guard. That's my take. Tyrese Maxey looks amazing. I love his game. Um, really good offensive player. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. I mean. What does uh, Philly do from here? I don't know what the trade packages are looking like now. I bet you his value is even lower than before. What they want because they wanted a couple first-round picks, which I don't think is happening. Yeah, I don't think that's happening at all. So, yeah, I mean, that's really it on the 76ers situation. Um, next, I want to talk about uh, some rookies. Um, first, I want to talk about the Pacers. Chris Duart. Chris Duart played. I really, I really like his game a lot. He played really, really good. Man, he was lights out from three. Chris Duart was insane. Um, twenty-seven points. Um, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. Plus seven from blocks, plus minus six for nine from three. Oh, I don't know why it's doing that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. Freaking stupid computer. Whatever. I'm on the ESPN app. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, um, Malcolm Brogdon looked incredible. Uh, Sabonis, amazing. Yeah, the Pacers, even though they did lose to Charlotte, they're going to be a team you, you got to watch out for in the playoffs. They could turn it up and, and be very, very good. Um, yeah. I think Chris Duarte was the perfect pick for the Pacers. I didn't think he was going to be that like that effective game from day one, but man, he looks like he could really just turn it on. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, the Pacers didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, you know, they had a tough uh, tough year, a lot of injuries, and you know such. But you know, what are you going to do? You got. A lot of a lot of potential in that team. A lot of potential. Um, so we're gonna see what happens there. And yeah, uh, another rookie 
I really want to talk about. Jalen Green. Eh, pretty disappointing game. I, I, I think it was pretty disappointing. Um, you could see the flashes of a great player, but, you know, play, they played against a hungry Timberwolves team who wants to win every game. Um, and he had to play against a good defender and like easily. So, yeah, um, it was a little, a little tough, a little tough. But you know, we're gonna see how everything goes out there. Uh, Moses Moody, he, he, uh, you know, not really didn't didn't play too much. Played five minutes, two points, two rebounds. Not bad for 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 five minutes. But Chris Duar, man, that guy was. A monster, a monster. Um, yeah, James Booknight did not play. There's um Zaire Williams who actually looked pretty good. I think. In um his defense looked pretty pretty good. Just his stats did not um show anything to compare to how he played. But man, he looked he looked good on defense. Like really, really good. But yeah. I, I just wanted to, you know, get a little uh debate on the well not debate on the rookies, but like just talk about the rookies a little bit. Next, let's talk about the possible MVP candidate of this year. Stephen Curry. Oh man, he was not he was he was ballistic last game. But first, let's talk about how they played against the Lakers. He didn't shoot the ball. Every I, I think the past three opening nights, Steph Curry has not made like like his threes as like how he's supposed to. But he looked incredible just doing... A, I mean, he's put in a triple-double, which is great. You like to see that from Steph Curry. Someone who's effective on both ends. You know, getting the rebounds. And just, like, you know, getting his teammates involved. Um, I'm a big believer in the Warriors. Um, I think they're going to be great this year. Hopefully they keep it up. And, yeah, um, they look amazing. Steph Curry, he just does not miss from sometimes. Like, especially in against the Clippers. Oh, my God. He went insane. Insane. And against a good Clippers team, people forget that Cl- the Clippers are good. I-, I don't know why people forget that because they think, oh, Kawhi Leonard's not playing, Paul George sucks. Paul George is great. I don't care what nobody says. People can call me Bias because he's one of my favorite players. He's great. He's great. He just scores the ball. But Stephen Curry, 45 points, uh, 10 rebounds again. One is okay. One assist, not bad. I mean, he's got a pass. Six turnovers was a lot, but when you're used in high volume, it's pretty expected. Eight for thirteen from three. God, man, I don't know when Steph Curry's ever gonna slow down at all. Just makes his teammates better as well. Draymond Green played uh phenomenal. Wiggins looked nice. Uh, Looney. Looney got his rebounds in. You know, Jordan Poole had a rough night. Uh, seven turnovers, nine points. But he's going to be a good player. Uh, potential most improved player of the year candidate. Nemanja Bjelica. Yo, he, he looks good. I, I really like Nemanja Bjelica's addition on the Warriors. He fits so well. Especially since he didn't really play a lot with the Heat in the second half. 
he fits perfect with what they want to do. You know, Iguodala is there for defense. Nothing more. Uh, Otto Porter's not getting too much playing time than what's expected, but it's all good. Damian Lee doing his usual. I don't know why it's doing that. Sorry about that. I don't. I don't know why my computer's doing that. I don't know. It's playing freaking the ESPN sounds or whatever. But yeah, um, they're gonna be. They're gonna be a very, very good team this year. Believe that. Believe that. They will be an amazing team this year. Next. I want to talk about the Lakers' struggle in that game. They looked awful. They looked awful in the first game. Like, besides LeBron and Anthony Davis, they they looked terrible, awful. Like they they haven't they didn't do anything, anything in that game. They play against the Suns tonight. Maybe we could see um, how how they gel together in the second game. But man. Everyone else not named LeBron James and Anthony Davis looked awful. Plain, straight-up garbage. I mean, you got... Well, let's just... Let's talk about some bright spots. LeBron James, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Still looks like one of the best players in the league. Don't hate on LeBron. He is one of the best players in the league. Anthony Davis, going back into his 2020 form... Looking sharp on the court. Um, but yeah, the third best player out there tonight was like, I guess, I guess Kent Bazemore or Mello. I mean, Bazemore was kind of putting in work on defense. Um, Mello, Mello didn't look too bad. I mean, he went two for four from three. Bazemore was just not hitting from three. Um, Westbrook is the main story. We'll get into that. Uh, Malik Monk. Uh, not not terrible. I mean, 19 minutes. I think you got to play him a bit more. Uh, Avery Bradley played pretty good for the time he was in. I think he should get a lot more minutes. Rondo was horrendous. Doesn't do. Didn't do anything. Um, Dwight didn't really get too much time to really show himself. But man, Westbrook, 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 Westbrook. I he usually does, given the benefit of the doubt, usually does just turn it up like around All Star break. Um, all the time, he always turns it up at all-star break, but, you know, and then second half, but if you're with the Lakers, you got to turn up now. You got to play good all year long. You want to, you want to make sure you get that one seed. You want to make sure you get that home court advantage, especially if you want to win a championship. The East is looking really good. You get into the finals. You don't have home court advantage. That LA crowd means something that pumps you up and, you know, you got Golden State to worry about, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, uh, Phoenix Suns, LA Clippers still still up there. You know, it's just you you can't you can't slack. I mean, he did look terrible. Like he he really just didn't do anything positive at all. You could call me a hater for for saying oh he's not playing good. I just don't think he did anything like positive at all. So yeah, I mean. What do the Lakers have to do to win a championship? I honestly think, okay, if LeBron and Anthony Davis keep up what they're doing, and they just have a third guy who's just doing very good, and then the bench is like, that's just like, okay, I think they could really win the championship. LeBron and Anthony Davis don't look like they're slowing down. I don't think LeBron's going to slow down ever in his career. 
that man is, I don't know if he's on any PEDs or anything, but he plays like he's on PEDs, especially for being 36 years old playing like that. But yeah, I mean, he could be on PEDs, who knows, I don't really care. Do whatever you want, just play, give me good basketball to watch, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to, shout out to LeBron, still playing good, 36 years old, I mean, shit. Uh, another story, Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks. Brooklyn does not have Kyrie Irving for, um, reasons with the vaccine, but we won't go into that too much. I'll just go into how Brooklyn really played. They, their defense looked awful. They cannot play defense. They cannot stick defense at all. Kevin Durant, amazing offense player. We all know that. He actually played decent defense, in my opinion. Harden, um, not too bad. But the other guys just have no communication. No communication. I saw I saw um, King of the Fourth Quarter, Kenny, uh, say this in one of his videos. And I kind of noticed it after, after he said it. A lot of the times when... When Milwaukee would score, he said that um, you would see Claxton, Blake Griffin, or just like a lot of other guys be confused. Aldridge, like what, like, like saying, "Oh, you should have went up this, you should have went there," you know. I and I saw that. Seeing that again, I saw that. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, they really just need to get the defense together, and they're going to be unstoppable. Especially in the East, they're going to be unstoppable. Um, obviously, losing Kyrie Irving, another shot creator probably would have helped this game for sure you know that's an extra 20 to 20 to 25 points but yeah I mean uh Milwaukee Giannis looks like one of the best players probably the best player in the league he he was um looking amazing his game against the heat was kind of uh piss poor it was a terrible game he lost really bad statement game for the heat that they're not going anywhere but yeah um I think Giannis could be the MVP uh, again, the third MVP, which would really just like be very impressive, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting in the East. I think the East is more fun to watch than the West this year. <sighs> Last but not least, we are going to talk about my team, the New York Knicks, and how good of a game that was. That was probably the best season opener I've ever watched in my life. I don't know about other people. You know, I wasn't born in the uh, 90s or 80s or, you know, but a lot of other people, like, said this game was great, and I loved the game. Double OT game, you know, we got Jalen Brown going off. Before we get into the Knicks, Jalen Brown went off, off, 46 points, 8 from 14 from th- from 3. Like, damn. And he was sick. He's still sick. He he said he said that he has to use an inhaler now because he's out of shape because COVID messed him up. Bro, 46 points like that? Shit. And his other teammates didn't do anything for him. Uh, Jason Tatum, 7 from 30 from 3. Uh, from 3. From field goal, 2 from 15 from 3. He looked awful. Um, he got... Robert Williams looked uh, actually pretty decent, you know. Just uh, Marcus Smart shot the ball an awful lot today. I don't know that day. I don't know why. Uh, you got Aaron Neesmith, um Literally did not do nothing on the court besides run all, run all around. Dennis Schroeder um, 
Missed some key shots that shouldn't have been missed. Pritchard needs to get more minutes. I think Pritchard's a great player. And Romeo Langford, very impressive. I a lot of people have written off Romeo Langford because of how bad he played his first uh, first two years. I mean, I agree. I kind of wrote him off just thinking he wasn't going to get any minutes in the league, but he looked incredible. Um, if he could keep it up, he could be a great bench player in the future. So yeah, on to the Knicks. Um, Julius Randle looked impressive. I, being honest, I thought Julius Randle was going to get figured out by the stars who guard him. You know, it was they were just going to figure him out, and he wasn't going to have a season like he did last year. Um, that's time will tell, obviously. But he looked amazing. Forty, uh, thirty-five points. Um, three from eight from three. Had a lot of energy, just scored tough buckets, uh, looked athletic and in shape. Knicks always come in shape when you have Tom Thibodeau on your, um, as your coach. So, yeah. Uh, Mitchell Robinson looked, looked amazing. 17 rebounds, two blocks. I mean, I, I love I love to see, I love Mitchell Robinson, probably one of my favorite players on in the league. Uh, really fun to, fun to root for. He's a good guy, you know. Kemba Walker, a bit. Um, a bit underwhelming, especially just, I feel like towards the end, the effort kind of went away. He did want to look, he looked like he wanted to show, uh, so many highlights to the fans. Like he was really trying to cross someone up so bad. It was kind of, it was kind of funny. Like, I appreciate that. Like just put it on the show, but man, you could get an easy bucket. Um, you know, he's going to assert himself more into the next game and we'll see what happens there. Evan Fournier. One of the best performances of a of a first time Nick I've ever seen in my life, thirty two points and he was just not missing from three in, in OT man he's one of, he's the reason we won in OT, but he looked incredible he had his so what I like to say for New York players is they have their New York moment, um let's say okay we'll bring in baseball into this Francisco Lindor when he had I believe the um. Couple of, uh, like two home run, two home runs against the Yankees. Everybody loved Lindor. Everybody was hating Lindor because he was a dud. I mean, he was a dud for the Mets. But man, he had that New York moment that that day. Everyone, he became a New York Met that day. Evan Fournier became a New York Nick in his first game of the season, and that takes a while because some people, you know, it's hard to get used to the New York environment. But man, he he looked incredible, amazing. I loved his sh- his shot looked so smooth, man. I would uh, I, I just like you know I I hope to I hope to go to a Knicks game this year. Hopefully something I could get to go to. RJ Barrett turned it up in the in the third, fourth, and OT court. Uh, OT, um, first and second he was non-existent. Really didn't do anything, but you know started to pick it up. Um. Jericho Sims played for like a little bit and it really didn't do not too much. Um, Obi Toppin was probably the second, uh, the third most impressive guy on the court. He looks so like athletic and he's just like revamped how he was his first year. His first year he looked so awkward on the court. He didn't he didn't find his way, but he's for sure the best one, one of the like right now he looks like the best player on the bench. I hope he can keep it up, be a great six man for the squad, an energy guy. When he dunks, because he's so athletic, he gets up, you know, side tomahawk dunk. Bro, the garden goes crazy. That's why he's the guy who's going to give us energy, and I love it. D. Rose uh, played really good in the clutch in OT. I loved it. Um, 
Burks played pretty good in his minutes. Quickly, I, I want Quickly to get more minutes. Quickly's, uh, I'm going to be honest, Quickly's my favorite player on the Knicks roster. Um, I want him to get more minutes, so hopefully that does happen soon. You know, not too bad. But yeah. Uh, New York Knicks, where do they go? I don't want to be biased, but I, I definitely do think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're a play-in team. Um, there's too much talent on the roster to be a play playing team. I, I mean, I've seen, I, I've said it's possible they could be a top three team because I think obviously Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee are certified top two. But, you know, I could see the Knicks sliding in three, but we just have to be consistent and not lose to stupid teams like how the Knicks or every New York team does lose to stupid teams that they shouldn't be losing to. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hope. I hope uh, we keep it up, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season to be a Knicks fan. So yeah, um, I'm really proud of the New York Knicks. Um, hopefully, hopefully, we keep it up, and that's it. Uh, I think I'm gonna call it an episode, a uh, fun little episode talking about the recap of everything. Uh, we'll be back Monday to talk about the other few games. We'll have our uh, usual special guest uh, Jamal back, and yeah, we're gonna have a fun time. And peace.